Thank you for tuning into In The Fight. For this episode of the show, we did things a little bit differently, actually. Um, on Friday, we had a live stream with the GCX event, and it was a charity event for St. Jude's Hospital. Uh, we had over 5,000 listeners checking in during the live stream on Twitch, and we were able to raise like $6,900. It was an absolute bl blast. Great show. Shout out Aaron the Don for making it all happen. Absolutely killed it. But I was lucky to have Anthony Lionheart Smith join me during the live stream. So for this week's episode, we're going to take that portion of the live stream and turn it into the podcast episode for this week. So here it is, guys, our 20-minute little hit from the GCX live stream event on Twitch. And our guest this week, number six ranked light heavyweight in the UFC, one of the good guys of the sport. Anthony Lionheart Smith. This is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on Twitch, and this is pretty freaking sweet right here. It is Friday, June 18th. Thank you guys for having us. We appreciate it. And it is 1027 a.m. here in San Diego, California. And joining us today on the live stream, joining us today on In The Fight, I mean, this is unbelievable. The number six light heavyweight in the world right now in mixed martial arts, Anthony Lionheart Smith. Anthony, brother, thank you so much for the time, man. Appreciate it more than you would ever know. Hey, no worries, man. Any uh, Anytime I can come on and, and, and help out a good cause, I'm always about that. Yeah, man, this is a blast. So, Anthony, cruising a little bit here. Got a little bit of momentum going on in, the, in that 205 division, coming on, you know, a little two-fight win streak, a nice little win against Jimmy Crew. I mean – are you kind of feeling the momentum or are you still just like, is it, is it a one fight at a time kind of focus? Listen, like in this game, you can't get too up or too down. So although it feels good to be on a two fight win streak versus a two fight losing streak. Um, I, I, I just been in this game for so long. Like you can go up and you can go down and you know, you win a couple and everyone thinks that you're, you're back to being the greatest in the world. You lose a couple and everyone's telling you that you should retire. So uh, I do a pretty good job of just kind of staying just even keeled, you know, like I'm, I'm just trying to continue to get better. Um, I realized that, you know, the UFC backstepped me a little bit and, and kind of, I think they were gauging where I was at and gauging where some of these up and comers are at. Um, you know, inside, I know exactly where I'm at. I, I know where I am and I know how good I am and I know what I'm capable of. Uh, but sometimes you have to go back and you got to remind people and show them uh, that there's levels to this game. So I'm really excited, man. I'm, I'm glad that I got to to kind of put the hammer on a couple young up and comers that, that thought that they were ready. Um, both guys are, are great dudes. Um, I've stayed in contact with both of them. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to train with Devin Clark here in a couple weeks. He's going to come down. Um, and Jimmy Crudy, they're both going to be really good, man. It's just just not right now. That's a pretty good way to look at, you know, you're talking about like the, the highs and lows, the ups and downs and, and really like the fight game, right? The highest of highs and, and the lowest of lows in 
the mental and physical sense. Was that something you learned at one point in your career that you had to overcome or adapt to? Or have you kind of known this whole time, like, you know, this is this is part of like my DNA is I'm good at not getting too high or too low. No, you got to learn that. That's uh, that's something that just comes with time and it, and it comes with getting burnt. You know, you you win a couple fights and you think that you're on top of the world and you feel really good. And um, you get so wrapped up into how you feel in that moment and then you lose or, or you know, you stub your toe or something. And and it that crash back down to reality is is much worse than it would be if you were just stay, staying kind of, you know, level and and realizing that there's peaks and valleys to this thing. So. Uh, I had to learn it the hard way, like, like most guys do, you know, and, or, and even when you're down, you know, when, you, when you're down in this game, people will just step all over you. Um, you can't read the comments. And I mean, every once in a while, you know, me and my wife will jump on social media and, and we'll go through the comments and laugh about it together as a joke. But in, in, in all seriousness, if you, if you, you start to believe that stuff or, or I don't know, I guess, attach it to your identity. Uh, it'll ruin you and you can almost not have you like you can almost not have the ability to climb back up. So it, it, it's all learned the hard way. It's all it's all learned the hard way. Any anybody that tells you that they're just like that naturally is lying to you. So we you know, we tend to avoid the negative comments. Right. But we did get a comment here uh, from the Twitch live stream. Lionheart. Oh, this is from OG Mudnuts. Great handle, by <laughs> Great the way. Name. I don't yeah, I mean, handle. come on. That is outstanding. Ten out of ten. Uh, Don, I thought you'd appreciate the rating. Uh, Lionheart looks like he would help your granny cross the street, but could also bend me in half like a pretzel. <laughs> I probably would help your granny cross the street. Uh, <laughs> that's just kind of us good old boys here in Nebraska. Like, it's not weird to be in Nebraska and, and see you know see a lady having her groceries loaded into her house or her car by a stranger. That's it's just kind of how we do it. And that's why people love you, man. Can I get an update? on um the millard red legends how did their season wrap up are they still in season what's the status on the the little league team in in millard yeah they all uh they all kind of transition to basketball now so they're they're right from one sport into the next man it what is such a cool deal you know like once i posted that picture of the team i've never told anybody really that i mean obviously locally people know that i that i help out a lot of sports teams and i go talk to wrestling teams and i'll like i'll, I'll just go practice with the wrestling team a lot like at a, at a couple different schools so um just because it's fun i don't know why i like doing it it's a lot of fun the kids love it so uh but i've never told anybody that that i do that so they the boys just thought it would be cool to post they wanted to be on instagram essentially that's what they wanted so I posted the picture of them on Instagram and uh, I figured I had to give some context to it. So people didn't think I was just posting some random baseball team. Uh, and then I had a couple of companies like reach out like a, a baseball bat company that makes uh, really nice baseball bats, sent the entire team, uh, all brand new baseball bats and just, just cool stuff like that. So I'm glad that I did. Uh, Cause the, the kids thought it was just the coolest thing in the world that people were sending them free stuff. Dude, that's awesome. I love that. Um, so I was looking, you know, through the record, right? You know, your last 10 fights or so, last 15 fights. You know, you've been in the game a while. And, you know, I just, I knew you, you're, you're a fighter who brings excitement, right? Like the the fights you're in are exciting. They're, they're action-packed, they're fueled. But you have, I believe you have 10 wins in the UFC. And I believe your last nine are all by either submission or by, by finish, by KO is i mean it's not a coincidence but like how has that kind of been 
the common denominator across your wins. Like, I mean, does that make you want to go out in your next fight and get another finish or something like that? Yeah. You know, I, I went like my first decision that I ever even went to, I never even been to a decision until I fought Brian green and Bellator. And that, I mean, that was in like 2015 or 2014. I don't know. It was a long time ago, but um, that was the first decision I'd ever even gone to. I, I, I think there for a while, I was like the only fighter that had fought in like a, that had fought in like a major promotion and had over 40 fights or 30 fights and never been to a decision. So I, you know, on one hand, I guess that's cool. On the other hand, it means that, you know, I kind of get myself in fiery spots sometimes. Um, I, I've never really chased a finish, to be honest with you. It just, I just put my foot on the gas and go. I, I, I don't know how to fight conservative if I had to. It, it's, it's just not who I am, you know, like um, the guys down, like the, the Weidman guys, you know, the guys in New York and, and Ray Longo, like he always says, when you're, when you're in the octagon, you can't hide who you actually are. Um, so you, and you can kind of look across the board. Like you take a guy like James Irvin or Houston Alexander or Forrest Griffin, or you know, like those kind of guys at rampage and Chuck Liddell, like who you see they are in the octagon is pretty much what you would expect behind the scenes, like in their regular day life. Like there's, there's, you can kind of get a good, a good, I don't know, a good handle on who they are and what kind of person they are. Um, I think I'm very similar. Like I'm, I just go, like I, I just do what feels right in the moment. I just fight off of my instincts. Um, and that's just how it's kind of worked out. Well, you know, I'm not like a hater by any means on the, like the Reebok or the Venom jerseys. Right. But kind of to your point, like that era of guys, the shorts were part of like the identity really. And, and just like they were outside of the cage, you know, you're the same person in the cage, those shorts kind of gave you a good idea. So whatever guy it was like there was identity in those shorts which i always thought was pretty cool um so dude i'm i'm 24 years old right i'm trying to make something out of you know talking to fighters i'm a lifelong fight fan right i've been trying to i've been trying to get in this my whole life i knew that this is what i wanted to do but i'm still learning right like at 24 fighters are still learning and there's so many like growth spurts that they have to hit what's the question that you get from media that just annoys you the most or bothers you the most that you're sick of answering, whatever it might be. What's the one you kind of roll your eyes at a little bit inside your head. Um, uh, there's probably a couple and, the, and, and they almost always answer the question while they ask it. Uh, okay. The first one is, I know you probably don't want to give us a, a, a game plan, but like, what's your prediction? Like, I, I'm just trying to win. Like, I don't know. Like, they, it's like they, sometimes I think people think that we, like, we have a, like a general idea of what we want to do. Like, if you're a strong grappler and that guy's not, like, obviously that's a probably a cleaner path to victory than, you know, a lot of other ways. But, um, I, so yeah, I would love to do that. But like, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Like anybody that says that they know exactly how this fight, they're lying. Like we have no idea. That's the fun in it. That's the adrenaline rush. Like when the door closes and the, the referee looks at me and says, are you ready? Like, no, I have no idea what's about to happen. Like it's literally like he lights a bomb in the middle of it, walks away. And then we got to go stand on it and see what happens. Like that's how it feels. So there's that one. And then it's, it's what's next. Like, I hate when they ask you, who do you want to fight next before you've already fought, before you fought the fight that, you're, that they're talking about? Like, 
they always say you don't want to look forward and we don't want you to overlook this guy we're like stop asking about it then because like we're having this conversation and now you got me thinking of ahead and i don't want to um so probably those two and but again they know that it's a stupid question before they ask like i know you don't want to look past this guy but let's look past this guy and talk about it like just seems silly to me so because you know as like a media member they'll they'll have us call into a radio show right and they'll say all right so what's the fight going on tomorrow who do you got and it's like i mean i can give you a prediction but if we knew what would happen in tomorrow night's fight, then why would we watch? Right? Like the prediction thing I always find to right. be a little bit weird. It's right. like what makes MMA or fighting or combat sports in general so fun is that we don't know what's going to happen. If we knew what would happen, we wouldn't be watching. So, um, Anthony, we got one minute and I got one more question for you. If you had to pick one fight, for these people, you know, the, the 4K people in this chat right now that have never seen you fight before and you want to show them what, you know, Lionheart is, which fight would you want them to go check out? Uh, honestly, I'll probably surprise you. Probably Glover Teixeira. It's the uh, – Glover Teixeira is the worst beating I've ever taken in my entire life, but I think that that fight – probably encapsulates like who I, who I really am deep down. Like when, when the shit hits the fan and everything's going bad, uh, you know, everyone else can quit and there's, there is no light at the end of the tunnel and there's no way to win anymore. Um, I'm the type of guy who will still get up off the stool and I'll still walk out there and finish the, and, and finish the fight, uh, on my own two feet. So I, I think that, I think that encapsulate encapsulates who I am better than any other fight, but if you want like a fun one that's super exciting that I win, uh, I, I really, I really enjoy the Gustafson fight or the Shogun fight. But I guess if you really want to know who I am as a person, I think the Glover to Share fight is probably the best one. That's a badass answer, um, Anthony. Man, that is you know one forty <laughs> on the dot. Thank you so much for the time, brother. I know I appreciate it. I know everyone in the comments here, everyone checking in the live stream appreciates your time. Thank you, brother. I am pumped to see you enter that cage again because every single time you put on a show and and it's a joy for the fans man we we appreciate every single performance i appreciate you guys you guys ever need anything else you let me know god bless thanks anthony take care brother and that is a wrap for this week's episode of in the fight thank you guys for tuning in an unbelievable experience for the live stream. Thank you to Anthony Smith for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure. I was, you know, happy that he enjoyed himself. You know, at the end, he kind of said, like, if you guys ever need anything else, feel free to reach out. And that's honestly the biggest compliment we can get is when guys are willing to come back and, and have another conversation. Anthony is an absolute legend in the sport. Just genuinely one of the best dudes in the game and an absolute pleasure to talk to. Those conversations, I do not take for granted. He's a great guy, great conversation, and honestly gave a great answer to one of the hardest questions, which is, you know, if these people who don't necessarily know who you are, if you could give them one fight to watch, right? And I asked this to Michelle Watterson, and I thought I got a good answer from her, and I was like, all right, I'm going to ask Anthony to the same question. If you only have one fight to show these people what you're about, to show them what you know, Lion Heart is about which fight would it be? And for him to say the the Glover to Share fight, man, 
What a badass fucking answer because that fight obviously didn't go his way. It was one of his toughest fights. And and that is the fight that he chose to show people what he's about. It's fucking badass. So thank you, Anthony, for the time. Thank you to uh, GCX for having us on. Thank you, Aaron the Don, for making it happen. All in all, great event. And thank you guys for tuning in to In The Fight. This is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.